Shall we hit it off? Yeah, okay. Uh, it is 7.32. My name is Neil B. Smith. I'm the chair of the Lawrence Culture Arts Commission. This is the regular August 9th LCAC meeting. Um, and I will kick things off, as I always do, by passing it over to Abby to read a little statement. Thank you, Daniel. Um, good evening, everyone. I have a few housekeeping items for the Zoom meeting. Uh, this meeting's being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel. Um, please remember to mute yourself uh, during the meeting when you are not speaking. The chat function for this meeting is disabled, but all the chats will go directly to me. Uh, unless you are participating during the meeting, please turn your video off. This allows the active meeting participants to be seen on screen. You will still be able to hear the meeting. When you are participating, please turn your video on. If you have any trouble, you can send me a chat. Uh, the city reserves the right to mute people or turn individual videos off to minimize distractions during the meeting. And please remember to state your name uh, each time you speak for the benefit of those participating remotely. And now I'll turn it over back to Daniel. Great, thank you, Abby. Uh, moving on, I will uh, begin the roll call. Uh, uh, roll call, yeah, roll call, that's all it is. I'll begin the roll call, starting with Marlo. Present. And then Mary? Present. And then Dina? I am present. Nope. Sorry, I'm not there in person, but I'm present online today. Great. Thank you, Dina. And then Marciana? Present. And then Rebecca? Present. And then Jill? Present. And Tim? Present. And I am obviously also present. I guess that's all of us. So good job, everybody. Thanks for being here. Um, up next, we have the approval of the July 12th regular meeting minutes. I don't know if anybody has had a chance to look over them, if anybody has any uh, complaints or corrections. Um, waste them now. If not, I will entertain a motion to approve them. This is Dina Amon. I'll make a motion to approve the minutes from the last meeting. Great. Thank you, Dina. This is Tim second. All right. And then uh, we will go ahead and do a roll call vote to approve the minutes, beginning with Marlo. Approve. And then Mary. Approve. And then Dina. Approve. And then Marciana. Approve. Rebecca. Approve. Jill. Approve. And Tim. Approve. And I will also approve. Uh, they will be approved unanimously, taking us to public comment. It's been a while since we've had any public comment. If anybody is here on Zoom for public comment, feel free to raise your hand or, or, or cough conspicuously. I don't know anybody in person. Um, but hearing none, we will move right along to new business. I know we have quite a bit of new business. Um, beginning with one of two mural proposals. The first one is, has been submitted by Zach. I do not know how to pronounce your last name, but um, if you are, are here on Zoom, we would love um, for you to sort of introduce your proposal and open it up for questions and all that good stuff. So thanks for joining us, Zach. Sure. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm here with my partner, Chris Kiefer. Chris, if you want to. Um, turn on your video, introduce yourself. Hey, um, so if it's cool with you, I'll just share my screen and run through that proposal. Oh, it says it's, um, it's disabled. Screen sharing. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, go for it now. Okay. Um, It'll probably still ask me, but I will allow you to do that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, should... 
Perfect. Thank you. Cool. Um, so yeah, here is the start of Chris and I's uh, mural proposal. Is okay. The location of the proposed work is on the north uh, wall of 714 Vermont Street, uh, where Klein Lawrence is, right across from Lawrence Public Library. Um, as you can see in all these different angles, here's what it would look like from different points of view, uh, from the adjacent sidewalk, from inside the parking lot, from right next to the gym uh, across the street from the library. And I'll go into a bit more detail about the actual mural in just a second. Um, the whole thing would be about 37 by 23 feet, though, um, so it's going to be quite big downtown. So the concept um, kind of centers around the history of the location along with the actual location. Uh, so Climb Lawrence was founded in 2020 and it's Lawrence's only rock climbing gym. So the mural features sunflowers, um, obviously to him at Kansas and at Lawrence. Um, and like I said before, the whole thing is about 30 or 40 by 20 feet, um, outlining the state of Kansas with various figures all around and the words Lawrence, Kansas in the center. Um, so featured as those figures, let's see if I can just go back, uh, are that climber in the northern uh, side, the spray painter on the eastern side, the dog down below, um, and the person sitting on the left. And then in the background are those blue arrows to represent uh, the rolling hills in Kansas and the words Lawrence, Kansas. And then hidden within these sunflowers, I think the resolution on this PDF might not work, but there's a whole bunch of, you can see this one on the, on the bottom corner, it's like a picture of the Campanile. And there's a whole bunch of little um, hidden statements in those sunflowers, like free state, rock chalk, a basketball, all just hinting towards um, just items that we love in Lawrence. Um, and then the climber, along with being part of the gym, is also a nod towards the progression of Lawrence and where we're hoping to be in the future, just moving forward, moving up. Um, and then a little bit more on the technical feasibility. Chris, if you want to touch on this a little bit, just about the type of paint and the doodle grid. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, so pretty much the process we've got lined out to complete it. Um, like we've got the image that we're going to uh, to paint on there. Um, what we'll do is we'll make sort of a doodle grid at first. So we'll just mark out certain areas on the wall. Uh, and then we'll, Jack and I will be able to utilize either a print or look at our phones and essentially be able to paint on the spot that the doodle is uh, being covered by. Uh, so it's, it's just a way to transfer um, smaller images to larger images. Uh, it's nothing different than you would see in like kids uh, drawing and coloring books. Um, and then uh, <laughs> through the completion, uh, we'll be using a we'll be using a scissor lift uh, to access the the side of the building. It's in the it's getting kind of like the end of the parking lot there. It's right over the parking lot, um, so we'll be able to get a scissor lift right next to the building. Um, we shouldn't need to be too much farther than you know just uh, maybe like three or four feet into the driving path of the road there. But uh, that's how we plan to get the elevation to the top of the mural. Um, and then as far as 
supplies, uh, we're going to use uh, spray paint, and I'm assuming we're going to use somewhere between 40 to 50 uh, spray cans, and then maybe in some spots we'll use tape and rollers. Uh, just yeah, it's pretty pretty basic mural painting. It's just it's just big. <laughs> Uh, thanks. And a little bit more on the history of that site uh, that I was able to find. So that location, 714 Vermont Street, it was previously this uh, burger restaurant, local burger, uh, along with the tattoo shop in the same uh, building. And then before that, a little bit earlier on, it was the John Haddock Ford dealership, uh, where inside what's now the tall walls that we climb uh, was a big ramp with all these show cars in it. Um, so it has a pretty rich history in terms of just things that were there before. Um, and you can see these old advertisements from the phone book down below. Um, just a little bit about Chris and I. Uh, I'm a student at the University of Kansas. I'm going into my senior year studying journalism with a concentration in media arts and production uh, and a minor in Jewish studies. Um, I've done a couple of murals, as you can see, the little pictures down in the bottom left corner, um, along with the graphics for the University Daily Kansan that you hold up at the big basketball games before you tear them up. Um, and that's a bit of my background, Chris, if you want to go ahead and share yours. Oh, oops. Yeah, uh, I graduated from the Kansas City Art Institute in 2008 uh, from the printmaking department. Um, pretty much all the professional work I've done since then has been uh, hand lettering, uh, sandwich boards, uh, menu boards, uh, murals, obviously. Um, I've, painted, I've painted probably 30 to 40 murals, I'd say, at this point. Uh, so many I've lost track. Um, I've painted all, all types of surfaces, uh, brick, corrugated metal. Um, I've done uh, tall murals off ladders, all that stuff. And I've also painted the mural that is currently inside the climbing gym right now as well. So um, I'm looking forward to to getting my letters and some of my patterns up on the up in Lawrence here. Um, and here's just some um, letters of engagement from neighboring businesses. So as you can see, the one on the left is from the library, and the one on the right is from Art Collective, um, right across the street. And both of them would love to see some more public art um, just up in Lawrence. So this part is a little bit up in the air just because we don't actually have the approval yet. Uh, however, once we get the approval, um, it should take about one week in total. Um, Chris and I are really working to, to get this thing up, um, weather permitting, and we agreed to have it done by the end of November. Um, the budget plan is a little bit more outlined in the next uh, owner artist agreement that's coming up, but we will be getting uh, $1,500 from Climb Lawrence to go toward all of the materials that we need, and then the rest of it um, contributes towards Chris and I's artist fees. Um, and as you can see in these documents, we had it signed and notarized from Climb Lawrence uh, that it's $1,500 total, so that's 375 on approval of the design and 375 uh, once the mural's completed, both for Chris and myself. So this one's for me, and this one is for Chris. Dang, the same thing. Um, and that is the end of our proposal. So if you guys have any questions or Chris, you'd like to say anything else, 
um, just thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening to us. Great, thank you both for for outlining that. um, We'll now open it up, see if anybody has any questions or comments. Hi, Zach, it's Rebecca Schlichting. I was wondering if you included any Kaw, Kanza, um, Haskell, Native American um, arts or anything to symbolize all of that within those tiny corn or the um, sunflower pieces. Hey, good to see you. Um, yeah, so we we had a couple of images um, in the initial drafts and within the lettering of the sunflowers. Um, I believe one of them one of them says like KU and one of them says Haskell. So that is our little nod at the universities um, that take place there. But in terms, uh, I mean, that's that's about it. We're just trying to touch on the graphics of of Lawrence. Great, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I might actually, this is Daniel, I might actually ask Abby if you could chime in quickly, because I know that with this mural proposal, because there is some lettering, that it, it was run by, past this, the sign code folks. But yeah. Mm-hmm. We, as soon as uh, Zach submitted this uh, last week, Porter and I uh, immediately ran it past sign code just because you do have. Um, the word climb is basically the only thing that we would, uh, you know, need to go over because all of the other verbiage is very much symbolic um, and not necessarily uh, a sign for a building. Um, sign code on their pre- uh, preliminary review said it shouldn't be a problem, but we're going to touch base again early next week when Porter's back in the office um, and meet with them. So I'm hesitant to give you the go ahead on that, uh, but it does look really, really good. Um, and again, historic resources, we ran that by them too just because um, I know it's on a brick surface um, and just making sure it's not historic brick uh, just because um, that can be harder to work on and you know we would need to preserve that but um, uh, I will touch base with Porter as soon as he gets back uh, and let you guys know earlier this week next week excuse me uh, this is uh, it's actually not on oh, I'm sorry to interrupt it's not on brick though it's okay. on um Chris, do you know the type of material? Okay. Man, it's, it's, some, it's some funky kind of mortar. Uh, I okay. Don't, I don't even know what to call it. Okay, sure. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's also found in like some of the alleys that run down by the antique mall and stuff off of Mass. They've got the same material on their walls there. It's very uneven. <laughs> yeah. Fun. <laughs> it, Porter, yeah, it started these conversations earlier and gave them a lot of time to, you know, to figure these things out uh, in good time and so we can get back to you early next week. He's been out with uh, going on vacation, but um, I know they're working on it, so. Oh, this is Rebecca Schlichting. I had another question This that reminded me. Um, KU is really protective of their brand, mm-hmm. and so anything that says Rock Chalk or KU, has it been cleared by... Um, I'm not even sure who it needs to be cleared by, but somebody Licensing. from KU. Mm-hmm. Licensing, yeah. Only if you maybe use a Jayhawk or specific colors. Mm. I think it's the Jayhawk yep. you have to license. Well, it's also the word, or the KU. Like, if you have KU, it has to be the specific font, and it has to, you know. Right, like, if it wasn't the specific font, it'd be okay. Maybe, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know, but that's something to... <clears throat> Yeah. So have you talked to them? Yes. Uh, we have not talked to them. I'm, I'm definitely open to going in and, and speaking with whoever's responsible at the university for clearing that type of thing. Um, or 
or you know if it doesn't work out we could just eliminate all of those little jayhawk um symbols and we'll kind of touch base after that oh, but so- if if they don't end up approving it um because there were just little details inside the sunflower anyway it wouldn't be too much to just take them out people wouldn't even really notice they were kind of like little easter eggs but um if they do approve it then we're good to keep going yeah all i recently had a hiccup with them through one of our programs at the j school so i'll look up my emails and i'll send you their contact information so you can get in touch with them This is Jill Stevie. Um, I really like the hidden pictures. I think it's really fun, especially being across the street from the library. It's kind of one of those things that you could stare at and stare at and always find something different. So I would encourage you to find a way to maybe not make the KU thing happen, but if there were other, you know, um, what, mo- monuments, not the right word, but landmarks like landmarks in Lawrence that you could add in there. I think that's really, really special. And I thought that was one of that was one of my favorite things about the mural. Um, and then another question that I had. So in the beginning pictures, um, is the the state like parallel with the top of the building? Because on one angle, it was like really skewed and one it was like parallel. I just wanted clarification. Yeah, it will be parallel. Okay. Um, it was a little bit distorted because we had to, um, I had to distort the image when I was uh, like taking the photographs to show the different angles. I had to distort it a bit, but yeah, it'll, it'll be parallel. Really well done. Great proposal all around. Yeah, if, if nobody else has anything else they want to add, I will just say that I agree that I think the hidden images is, is something it, it's really clever, and I feel like people are going to respond to it really well. I also like the fact that at a glance, it has this really strong, um, pretty like iconic, you know, Lawrence, Kansas uh, image there. I, I, I anticipate that this will be a popular mural. I think um, it's a good spot for it. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to, to see it go up. Uh, KU licensing withstanding. So uh, obviously, if anybody else has any of their comments, um, that's great. But if not, I would um, you know, tell both of you that you did a great job with your presentation and your proposal. And I would open it up for a potential motion to approve. Uh, pending historic yes. approval, I would like to make a motion to approve this mural. Great. Thank you. I'll second Jill. that. And thank you, Mary, for the second. Um, we will go ahead and do the roll call vote, starting with Marlo. Approve. And then Mary? Approve. And then Dina? Wholehearted approval. <laughs> and then Marciana? Approve. And Rebecca? Approve. And Jill? Approve. And Tim? Approve. And then I will also approve. So obviously, uh, assuming some of those little detail things with licensing or whatever get worked out, um, it, uh, our approval uh, passes unanimously. So thank you both for, for coming and presenting us. Thank you for putting this together, and, you know, increasing public art in the community. Um, and we'll look forward to seeing it as it as it progresses. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll walk Thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks so much. Thanks. And Zach and Chris, you'll hear from me and Porter next week. Perfect. Thank you. Well, thanks. Thank you both. Great. So that takes us to our second uh, item in new business, which is another mural proposal. Uh, I'm not sure if. Oh, yeah. It looks like uh, we have a representative. So I will pass it over to uh, who. My, my eyesight's bad, but maybe this is Valerie Taylor. Um, uh, go ahead and take it away. 
Thank you. Um, I'm having some trouble with my video. I've been uh, trying to turn that on. Uh, I have with me Rita York Henneke, who is the general manager of the Merck Co-op. And we are here to talk about uh, a fair trade mural. Um, which, is this where I, I should share my screen or is this something you have you wanted to pull up? Sure. Uh, I think it works better if you do because you can kind of walk through it uh, at your own pace. I'd be happy to pull it up uh, if you're having issues. Um, why that don't would you... be great. Okay. <laughs> it's going to take me a couple of minutes to pull this up. Actually. No problem. I can start talking. Um, All right. So... A few months back, uh, the Merck Co-op was um, reached out to by the organization called Fair Trade America. And in honor of October being celebrated as Fair Trade Month, they um, are launching their fourth annual Choose Fair Trade, Choose the World You Want campaign. And what that is, is they target uh, grocery co-ops belonging to National Co-op Grocers as partners for mural installations. And this year, um, we were one of the chosen um, co-ops uh, for a mural. Typically, they target um, large metropolitan cities. And so it was really an honor to be considered as the small town that we are. And what they do is they employ a local artists um, and these murals connect the stories of the people who produce the goods we enjoy every day, like cocoa and tea, uh, to the positive impacts of fair trade, and it connects consumers to the origins of their food. And so they have already brought murals to uh, nearly a dozen cities, and we would be part of this fourth year campaign. Um, as a community-owned grocery store, um, with we believe that uh, we provide our regional community with a place to shop and gather, eat, and learn through a hybrid mix of local, organic, natural, and affordable groceries. And so with October also serving as National Co-op Month, it's an annual opportunity to raise awareness um, as a trusted, proven way to do business. And often fair trade businesses are also co-ops. So there's some uh, synergy there as well. And we believe that this mural and the subject that I'll go into here shortly uh, is really a reminder of how food brings people together, both locally and globally. So the fair trade farmer selected for this mural is named uh, Joselinda Manuelas. Uh, she owns a coffee farm in um, Honduras and she grows coffee for um, Kicking Horse Coffee, which is a brand that we sell at the co-op. And then we have uh, employed local um, artists out of Kansas City. They go by ITRA icons, and their names are Rodrigo Alvarez and Isaac Tapia. And they've uh, been selected uh, for their high quality portraiture um, as a way to um, highlight the farmer and the product. And so we are looking to have this piece installed on our north wall of the co-op. If you can go to, let's see. Yeah, I'm behind, sorry. <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I think actually page two shows exactly where it's going to be oh, wow. um, focused. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but this is the piece that we're looking to have. And so we really just believe that fair trade is really um, 
a great way to do business. Um, there's lots of reasons why um, fair trade and the cooperative movement connect with each other. It's really a holistic approach to trade that's based on partnership instead of exploitation. And it's nearly 2 million farmers and workers in over 70 countries are fair trade certified. So we believe this mural is really just a way to connect uh, people and consumers to the food that they're buying. And um, it's also a way to put a face on the farmer who grows your food. And that's really what the co-op is all about. I know that we are um, unique as a grocery store in town. We're not only cooperatively owned, but we sell a large portion of our food is local. And so we are very passionate about that. Um, but we think it's also important to highlight the value of um, fair trade because fair trade is one of those um, is the type of business that allows the farmers to be cared for and they are offered uh, living wages. That's something that's also very important to the co-op. In 2017, we became a uh, livable wage employer. So there's also, it just kind of comes full circle for us and that's what this, um, this mural is intended to be. In we think that uh, the Hillcrest Shopping Center would greatly benefit from a vibrant piece of art like this. And we think the local artists um, are just very skilled and will do justice for the farmer. And um, it's just a beautiful representation of, of uh, how good food brings people together. So um, I can talk about the details if that's helpful. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, let me find a good page to start that on. Uh, if I can send you to page, let's see, eight, I believe. So here at the wall um, on the north side of the building, it is brick. Um, it is a nice flat walkway, which will be easy for lifts to come in. It will also be quite easy for us to block off the traffic from that area. Um, so our artists will be uh, secure and safe from oncoming traffic. Um, we are working with Vinland Valley, which is our um, uh, landscaping services to trim up the trees to help make um, the mural more visible, but we will install uh, lower level greenery um, to make sure that we still have a really beautiful uh, landscaping on the street there. And our artists are, um, they're going to be using um, spray paint, uh, let me see their actual specifications here. First, they uh, will scrape the wall, they'll power wash it. Um, on page nine is sort of a step-by-step -step mm -hmm. detailing of how that will work. They'll apply a primer, and then they will begin to paint. And at the end of it, they will uh, provide an anti-graffiti protectant over the entire painted area on the wall. Um, we, timeline permitting, we'd like to begin this work. Um, I know this proposal says September 1st and that we will have to wait for the city commission meeting that is on September 5th. 
So we would uh, begin work after that approval, pending that approval. And they have been contracted to complete the mural no later than September 22nd. We anticipate that the mural will last 10 to 15 years and we are prepared to be responsible for securing the artist and the payment of any fees associated with um, repairs to that piece of work. Um, we have a few uh, community engagement and letters of support from the Sunset Hill Neighborhood Association, from our neighbors at Leeway Franks, as well as local artist and co-op neighbor and co-op owner Claire Dufton, <laughs> and some neighbors at Junkie Town, which is in the Hillcrest Shopping Center. And then we went and got some signatures from surrounding businesses as well. So everyone seems that we've spoken to so far is very enthusiastic and excited to bring some color to the corner of 9th and Iowa. And I would like to uh, open for questions from the commission. Great, thank you. I have uh, one question specifically just about the um, sort of like lo uh, neighboring business approval. There was a little list of signatures. I just want to make sure the the barbecue spot. I think it's Biggs, right, yes, right across the way. Are they are they on there? Just because they are. And Beamers. Beamers, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's Beamers. I have reached out to them, and we've just been ships passing in the night. So, um, upon just conversation over the phone, they seem enthusiastic about it. But I've not been able to share with them the actual picture. Um, so I'm happy to provide that follow up if that would be helpful as well. Sure. I mean, knowing that, that you've you've spoken with them and that they're enthusiastic is great. Just as far as as far as location, like obviously they're they're going to be looking at it more than almost anybody. So, um, but I, I definitely think it's a, a beautiful piece, though. And um, I would, uh, other than that one that one question, I, I I am I'm personally very supportive and curious to see if any of my my fellow commissioners have any any questions or comments they want to throw out. I think it looks great. Yeah, me too. Yeah, at one point you used the word vibrant, and I think that that is uh, a very good description. It's um, honestly, honestly, a, a beautiful portrait of of somebody who who is far away but connected to all of us. So, um, yeah. If, if nobody else has any other questions, as always. Oh, I see. This is Dina. Oh. Yeah, this is Dina Ahmad. So I want to say I think this is one of the most um, detailed, lovely, and um, um, you know, well thought out proposals and presentations that we've seen. Um, I think it's a really wonderful, beautiful mural. Thank you, Dina. I appreciate that. Um, hopefully my passion for this project really showed itself throughout that proposal. It did. This is I should say our passion. <laughs> this is Jill Stevie. Hi, Valerie. Hi, Jill. Um, how are you? <laughs> so I just, I think that um, A plus presentation for sure. I think um, something that you touched on, which really struck a chord with me is that yes, we support local, but it is so cool to see, because obviously we cannot grow everything that we need in our life, 
um, especially coffee or things like that. Um, it's really cool to see uh, fair trade represented here and having something worldly in our um, in our humble town and how cool and how proud you guys must be to um, have gotten recognition um, and to compete with, with big cities. And so really well done. Um, so I congratulate you for sure. Thank you. And I wouldn't worry about Beamers because I don't think they asked for permission on their signs. So. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, they're hilarious, but. <laughs> this is this is Tim Metz. I, I also really um, I love this proposal. Um, question for you, Abby. I mean, sign ordinance on this one, same status because it's got writing on it. It does. Um, just because it's not the name. I mean, it's not saying the Merck. Okay. Um, sign. Uh, from my understanding, uh, so grain of salt. It's about if you know, the Merck were ever to move out of this building, would the mural still be able to be there and it's not containing signage for that specific? Okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, Valerie's been working with Porter all week. Uh, actually, you uh, submitted this several weeks ago and so um, yeah, no, they've, you guys have done just a really thorough, awesome job um, and in uh, talking with Porter um, about this one, uh, it's my understanding that you're pretty much good to go. Okay, great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I would be honored to make a motion to approve this mural. Great, thank we you. We don't have it. Sorry, I just I, jumped. Thank you, Joe. I am he I'm hearing a motion. <laughs> I'll I second. All right, and I'm hearing a second from Rebecca. Um, so I will go ahead and do a roll call vote, starting with Marlo. Approve. And then Mary. Approve. And then Dina. Approve. And Marciana. Approve. And Rebecca, Rebecca. Approve. And Jill. Approve. And Tim. Approve. I will also approve it. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, so uh, obviously uh, it'll it'll go to city commission. Yeah, September fifth. I guess you said it was. Mm -hmm. um, but but yes, it's great. Um, next time I get hot bar, hopefully it'll. Make, I'll, I'll see some progress on it. I'm <laughs> excited about it. So. Um, Come see us before that. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah <laughs> probably. Will. But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to say this is Rita. I'm the GM at the Merck Co-op, and I just wanted to appreciate Valerie for all the work that she put into this. And yes, well, I am very passionate about fair trade and about um, being able to put art up on the building that we now own. Uh, I think Valerie's passion about this particular project is definitely you can see that in in the amazing proposal that she put together. And just want to appreciate you all for the work that you do and your support. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming and bringing this presentation, this proposal. Um, and we, we look forward to seeing it. Yep, you guys will hear from us too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. That brings us to our, the end of our, our mural marathon. I don't know if it's ever happened before where there's two mural proposals. I wasn't quite aware. They were both great. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, and that also brings us to the end of new business and takes us to the beginning of old business. First item of which is reviewing the updated community arts grants guidelines, um, which I know is something that Porter has worked on quite a bit. Um, obviously, he's not here, but Abby, do you want to touch on that briefly? Yeah. So Porter was at the um, community arts grants or grants and advocacy subcommittee meeting uh, last month um, when you guys reviewed community arts grants and took really good notes, and, and he and I have adjusted it. Um, he wanted to um, uh, 
suggest that grants and advocacy subcommittee come together to then look at this just so that we don't have to we're not doing it in, in the full committee I think that would be definitely a good use of subcommittee time um, and going through that and taking a look at what he put together um, and then presenting that back to the full committee um, old business, these three points are all uh, suggested meetings with different um, content just because we're coming back around to uh, busy um, planning season again. Uh, I know in the past, August has been a month where we've skipped the meeting um, and actually we were considering doing that until we got Valerie's proposal um, just because it was so time sensitive. We thought, okay, let's do this meeting and let's try to, you know, get some get some stuff on the books here. Um, and so that's what this uh, review updated arts, community arts grants guidelines and begin outlining 2024 schedule is. Um, last year we opened all of our programs on the October 17th. It was, it was early, we wanted to do that very, we wanted to start these programs in the year very aggressively and, and I think that worked out in our benefit. Um, so this, I think it, you guys can consider meeting in the next couple of weeks just to try to see if you want to go with a schedule that's similar to what we did last year as well as reviewing um, documents that Porter's updated and thinking about scheduling for 2024. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you want to take time to think of schedules right now or, or just agree to um, I think that in the past there have been some occasions where with subcommittee meetings we've taken time in the full meeting to kind of literally pull out our phones and figure out what, what date would work best. Um, I think ultimately it might be easier to do, especially since we want all three of our subcommittees to mm -hmm. convene sometime in the, in the near future, it might be easier to do the actual, um, you know, figuring out the specific date um, by email. Yeah, so. and I can send a prompt as well. And yeah. Um, but I would definitely, yeah, I think next few weeks would be would be good, especially specifically for um, the grants subcommittee. Mm -hmm. um, we might have a a couple of more things to discuss with, with the whole body here about um, Phoenix Awards. So um, mm -hmm. unless anybody yep. has any questions about the. I do. Before we move on to the Phoenix mm -hmm. Awards, sure. Abby, can you clarify, did Porter have material for us to review at yes. this point? Yeah. So could you send that? with the meeting Absolutely. prompt, that'd be awesome. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, certainly can do. Um, yeah, and, and these are all specific points. Like the Phoenix Awards program, you guys shouldn't worry about meeting until after October 15th, um, unless, you know, you, you um, do have these We better guys. have a few more meetings mm -hmm. before yeah. the Phoenix Awards. Yeah. Yeah, so move, moving on to <laughs> Phoenix Awards, um, I, I know my, myself very specifically, I. I self-assigned myself the task of speaking with Cork and Barrel about potentially contributing uh, wine as they have in the past and I, that is still in the process uh, they, they have not they have not made any promises yet but um, I do think that um, I don't know if there's anything else as far as follow-up with Phoenix Awards yes that we, we want to discuss in this meeting or whether yes. or, oh, okay so, so I'll, 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 pa I'll pass it off to you then I'm not I'm not actually on that one so, okay. so. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll open up the floor to, to our Phoenix friends. Okay, first I've got a question for Abby. Mm -hmm. Have the award winners been notified yet? Uh, as far as I know, no. When is that gonna happen? Yeah, I, I, we need to, Porter and I need to figure out. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll touch base with them as soon as possible. That needs to happen 
like immediately. Mm -hmm. Because I'm working with the um, person who's designing the postcard right now. So right. I just gave, I gave her all the names. Mm -hmm. um, so they better be notified before yeah. the postcard goes out. It, it's very likely that Porter has done this and just hasn't told me yet. Um, and it's, we're definitely juggling a little bit with him being gone and, uh, you know, um, I will confirm. Okay. Um, and then you were going to, what, because of my schedule mm -hmm. and the gal who's doing the postcards mm -hmm. schedule, we're both out of town quite a bit between now and October. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get everything put together really early. Yeah. So you were going to try and get some images for me? Yes. And uh, Tony actually just dropped off all of the awards to our office, so we have them. Um, and so, oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, we're working on a little staging area to okay. get some photos for you. Okay, so yeah. when do you think those might be? That should come to you um, early next week. I'll say definitely before Wednesday. Okay, fantastic. Yep. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. That's really good. <laughs> um, just a, a quick update on a couple things for the rest of you, uh, Porter and I filled out a, a, um, an application form to see if we can't get Lieutenant Governor um, Toland to come as our to be our keynote speaker for this. He gave a really interesting speech in May at the Kansas Arts Commission meeting hmm. about the um, importance of the arts in economic development and the importance of the arts in um, keeping alive small towns in Kansas. <laughs> and it was one of, the, one of the best speeches I've heard in a long time on that subject. So uh, you have to go through a whole process <laughs> to do this. And we probably won't hear back until about a month before the, the actual awards. But that is in the, in the works. And he would be a really good, a good asset for that. Um, Linda Honeyman from Theater Lawrence has been trying to find us um, uh, a sponsor for the food and so far we're not having a whole lot of luck so if anybody has any ideas okay. on that Do um, we have any budget? Are we looking for a free donation? Uh, free is always best mm -hmm. but I'm sure we can take okay. some of the money What do you think the cost would be? It depends on what we do. Mm -hmm. This is set up to be at four o'clock, so um, if the award ceremony is about an hour, um, we're talking, you know, wine and some sort of hors d'oeuvre things. Okay. Okay. I can ask some people. Okay. Yeah. She has one more that that she's checking with. Last time we did this, she was able to get it completely underwritten, so. Okay. That's why I went to her first. If, uh, if other members have, have ideas, could they just email this to you? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be really good. I have a few, but usually like we provide half and they give yeah, us half. I'm sure we can do that. Okay, yeah, so I can pass a few names. Okay. Your way. Okay. Sounds good. Great. Well, some exciting news. And then uh, Phoenix Works. I, I have the list of. of oh, I don't want to say the names out loud. 
so until I, they've been. I would like to meet with maybe the both two of you, maybe to, or maybe the whole subcommittee. I don't know, um, to talk more about the videos. Okay, yeah. that sounds great. So I'll, I'll just send you an email. Okay, I'll be in town all next week, and then I'm going to be out of town that following week. Okay. Do you think the two of you or what would you prefer? Dina um, is the is the other member. Dina's on there. Dina's too. the other one. That's right. Okay. I'll, I'll email it you. Depends. Yeah, why don't you email me? The person we probably ought to maybe get with as well as um, the tech director at Theater Lawrence who's going to be running these for you. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. So, yeah, why don't you email me and we'll get something set up. Great. Um, can I see the list then? <laughs> yes. So I can start planning. I'll pass, <laughs> I'll pass it around. And then you, yeah, why don't you go ahead and take that? Okay. I thought. I thought it would be further along. Yeah, I wish we knew if we, they had been contacted. I, I, was, I wasn't clear um, who was doing the contacting from our last meeting. In my mind, I thought maybe the committee was. So No, we had to send it to. Okay, all right. Would that be something we could do to move it along? So, I, like I said, Porter has had a lot on his plate this last week. I barely saw him. Um, and... It, it, that's on me for not having a better understanding of whether or not he has contacted them. Contacted them. I'm 98% sure he's on top of it, and just it hasn't gotten to me. Um, I will find out as soon as he's back. I think okay, if he you know. if he's overwhelmed, then I mean, yeah, we, we can, can we can step in. There's five, six people. I don't know. We could gladly make two calls each. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's pretty easy. It's not a problem. I thought yeah. he was the one who wanted to do it. That's the understanding I came away with from the last meeting. Yeah. The... Thank you. It is always nice to be the bearer of good news. Yeah, it's <laughs> a wonderful, yeah, yeah. wonderful yeah. call to be. Uh, when, when is Porter going to be back? Monday. Monday. Okay. So I think I think we can wait until Monday, and we'll, we'll find out for sure. And uh, if Porter wants the the honor of, of notifying people. I'm happy to let him do that. He does a lot of good work for us. But yeah, we'll, we'll, hopefully we can. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get some confirmation early next week. So let's all. I mean, all the news you shared, as as you know, for me not being a member of the Phoenix subcommittee, I'm always excited to hear the the cool stuff. And the if we could have a, a speaker, that'd be great. Um, so well, we generally have one. So. Yeah, do we but, have a backup but, idea. Helen isn't available. Uh, we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> uh. All right, great. Well, we do have one more subcommittee, and so the last item under old business is the outdoor sculpture exhibition or, or public art um, subcommittee. Uh, and so I think there's a recommendation there for, for them to meet as well um, in the next few weeks. Um, I don't think there's anything necessarily pressing. I know that we, as, as a group, have talked a number of occasions about maybe wanting to recommend to the city commission that uh, in future future years budgets instead of having every every single event um, help, uh, go through grant processes maybe have some of those um, be a, a byline for a signature event that the city is committed to, to funding year after year provide some stable funding to some of those events that we know are going to happen um, and I think that the 2024 budget is underway but I think that in addition to other things that the public art committee um, does um, I think that they could potentially, um, or, or this group in general could 
put together a letter to get the ball rolling on that because 2024 budget process is underway and the 2025 one will be, I don't know, it's just it's good to get ahead of things. Um, but I think the, for the public art subcommittee, we can get a, uh, a committee meeting scheduled by email as well. I don't know if anybody has any specific comments or questions about public art at this time. Obviously, it seems like it's thriving based on our mural, mural proposals. I did. I was wondering if we could put the two percent for art on the agenda for next month. Okay. Um, during the cultural uh, plan discussions, mm -hmm. I know that came up a few times. I did have some thoughts on it, and I was like, "Oh, it'd be great to discuss with the group and see if yeah. we had some interesting ideas for that." Yeah, absolutely. I can put that on the schedule for sure. So, mm -hmm. But that brings us to the end of, of old business. I think we will get some subcommittee meetings uh, scheduled by email. Um, those can meet up and, and have some more specific conversations. Um, but if there's no more discussion about those, we will move right along to miscellany. Um, the first item on there is the budget. Uh, a long time ago, we kind of decided that it'd be nice to have uh, something on the agenda every single time we meet. Um, prompting us to maybe look at the budget. I don't know if we necessarily feel like we need to now. I think we're pretty familiar with uh, what the budget is and how it's being allocated. Um, but if anybody has any questions, this is our, our set aside time to think about money for a little bit. Um, hearing that. Um, the next item on here is updates about the recommendations regarding boards and commissions committee, the committee committee that, that I've, I've been on for I don't even know how long five or six months. Uh, nothing much has happened since we met last. Um, there's been conversations between between people, um, but the recommendation that we put together is still s sort of what's going forward. Um, you might recall me talking about it last time. Um, I still encourage anybody here who has thoughts or, or feelings about, about any of that to um, express those to, to your friends, to your city commissioners. Um, they are the ones who ultimately make the decision. If anybody has any questions, feel free to, but I, I'm not particularly looking to talk about it anymore. I feel like I've talked about it quite a bit. Um, the next thing is uh, touching on the Parks, Recreation, Arts, and Culture Comprehensive Plan. Um, I don't know, Abby, do you have an update? All right. Yep. I see, it. I yep. see your head nodding. Go yep. ahead. Porter wrote me a little uh, um, update for you guys. Uh, he has been just consumed in this this week. Um, so Confluence, who is our... Um, uh, advisory team, or not advisory, but um, our consultants. Yes, right, our consulting team, thank you, uh, uh, who is working with us. They were here on the second and third um, meeting with um, all Parks and Rec staff. Um, I got to sit in a meeting with them, and they are just a really fantastic team, really put together with a ton of experience. Um, and one of them has even worked with Lawrence before in 2002, and so they're sort of familiar with um, who we are. Um, and so that was the first round of in-person meetings as they work to develop the Parks, Recreation, Arts, and Culture Comprehensive Plan. Um, their team met with staff, stakeholder groups, and the steering committee um, and asked questions about what is working now, what isn't working now, and what people would like to see in the future. Um, there was a lot of good discussion and feedback. Um, and he wanted to just highlight that Mary, you serve on the steering committee and thank you for being there. Um, and also Mary, Daniel, Marlowe, and Tim all attended the um, stakeholder meeting. The LCAC stakeholder meeting is what he has here, but I'm not sure if that's right. Um, the unmistakable identity group, including arts, culture, community partners, also met with the consultant team to share their insights. Um, we plan to schedule a virtual meeting with the LCAC members who were unable to attend to ensure that they all have an opportunity to contribute in the process. Um, and the consultants will take four to six weeks to go through all of the information they've gathered before returning for public meetings and more stakeholder and steering committee engagement. 
Um, this is definitely my first rodeo, and so I'm experiencing this all for the first time along with you guys. Um, but so far, it's been good. It's definitely the beginning of a longer process. Uh, and so feel free to ask any questions. I will not have the answer, but I can get it. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Mary for serving on that. Uh, do, do you have any, have, have, do you have anything to say about the, the additional meetings you've attended that, that we, we weren't at? I think that the meeting that the mm -hmm. four of us were at mm -hmm. was very productive. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was really good. Uh, the larger meeting that I attended was very heavily um, parks and recreation mm -hmm. and um, the other person who's very arts oriented who's on that committee was out of town and that's Margaret yeah. um, so I was kind of waving the flag <laughs> um, there was a lot of discussion about pickleball Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on that so that I didn't have to listen to people talk about pickleball. It's, yeah, I would, I would really encourage all of you. I think there's going to be, and mm -hmm. you can add to this, I, I think going to, there's going to be a lot of outreach to other groups. Yeah, there's going to be community Lawrence. engagement. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's really important that we all do wave the flag for arts and culture because the committee is very much parks and recreation oriented. So I guess my, and, and it, this is my fault, uh, my orientation going in there was, was that this was one of the primary goals was to incorporate arts and culture into parks and rec. But what I came out of there feeling was that this was more of a parks and rec master plan is that so i see it as they're they're trying to combine so it's it's yes and you know it's they want to make a, a master plan but they're doing it in a way that's including arts and culture as part of parks and rec and yeah this this is a new one for me as well um it, so I don't necessarily have a better answer than that. I know that it's it's sort of both things at once. That it's a master plan, but we're no longer Parks and Rec. We're Parks, Rec, Arts, and Culture. Right. I think the term that I keep thinking of is when Confluence came to this body and said tucking into their plan. <laughs> so I think like we're a, I mean, I don't want to say small part, but you know, we're tucked into that. So I think Mary's point to us getting the flag going and getting people to show up to the community engagement meetings is important. Yeah. I, I think if we're going to be um, a recognized stakeholder in the growth of that department, we really need to be there. We're going to have to Plan fight for it. Yeah. And we're going to have to fight for it. I mean, yes. I think we did that when the four of us met. Yes. <clears throat> With them, I think we made it pretty clear how we felt. Right. And I think that we really need to mobilize the yeah. entire arts community. I felt much better coming out of that meeting than I did coming out of the yeah. other meeting. Yeah. I, I will say that I'm not entirely surprised to hear that. I feel like because so many of the folks who are in that room with you have been exclusively parks and recreation focused for a long time, it's hard for people to switch. It's hard for people to 
you know, embrace new things. And so the process was going to take some amount of time regardless. But I agree that like us, us pushing back and making ourselves visible and, you know, speaking up, um, is, is going to make that process happen. Um, so, I mean, you guys know I'm not afraid to speak up, but it was, it was lonely out there. I appreciate you impressing the importance of it. And, um, Love to yeah, but I think it's it's not going to be me. It's going to no, take yeah. it's going to take all of us. Because that steering committee is only going to meet a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. a lot of for-profit music or different businesses in that steering. Where I appreciate you and Margaret representing nonprofit. Yeah, I mean it's. I think we're the only nonprofits represented. Maybe so too. Um, there. Yeah, I mean, very, very dedicated people, but definitely coming at it from an, from an entirely different perspective. Is there a schedule of future meetings? Uh, the next meeting is supposed to be in October. Okay. Do you so, have those dates? Or I can certainly get them to you. I don't think they haven't set yet. Yeah, I haven't seen a calendar, um, but I, I know the next meeting is also in October. I don't know what date it is, but I can, uh, I'm yeah. going to reach out to you guys with other information. I'll okay. include it. Okay. But, yeah. And they want to meet virtually with this body. I mean, and as soon as I have that, when they want to do that, uh, you know, Porter is meeting with them directly. This is hugely in his wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, he'll let you guys know and and put it on a date that works for everyone. Yeah, I hope the rest of you that weren't able to to be at the, um, at the, the meeting out at Holcomb. Yes get to me because I, I thought they were very good mm-hmm. I agree yeah it's a really robust team and uh-huh. I, they're coming at this as a as a growing moment in arts and culture we have a lot of faith in them mm-hmm. yeah. I think just making sure different voices get heard that's my concern with it yes. it's just the timing of this one I think we got it meeting invite and it was four o'clock you know within a few days I'm like oh shoot I made sure I was there but just making sure that people that don't have that work flexibility you know I can rearrange my appointments not everyone has that mm-hmm. so like making sure there's some evening a weekend so working parents can come and right. there's so many artists that juggle different gigs mm-hmm. just having their voices on that too would be cool yeah and I assume they're gonna take written comment too from people that can attend meetings they're gonna do two surveys yeah Okay, but they're not going to take, but they're going to let people submit individual statements. I mean, it would be the same thing as a um, person. I think they're going to have all these stakeholder meetings, and they're hoping that people will come to those. Is, is They're definitely banking more on the in-person community engagement. Yeah. But are those invite-only, the, stake, the, invite, the stakeholders invite-only, or are they open to public? I don't, they are going to have some public community engagement okay. meetings. I don't know the dates yet. Yeah. But it's... You know, that, that's where we really need to have a presence because, um, I mean, just at, at this steering committee meeting, the amount of time spent literally talking about pickleball was a lot. <laughs> it's inter- interesting. I vaguely know what pickleball is. Um, Ping pong and tennis. Uh, right. I, uh, it's, the an cute adult, it's an adult pacifier is what it is. <laughs> it's fun. 
Good times. So obviously there's a lot of, a lot of work to be done as far as like our involvement there. Yeah. I, I, I do, mean, I do really, think. Really, I, I joke about it, but really if, if we feel like it's important to be a, um, a significant player in this, we're going to have to work at it. I, I do think, and maybe this, this will seem a, a little bit hokey of me, but I think that the other people who are in that room with you, um, especially some folks who are, you know, community volunteers like we all are, who are on the parks and recreation side, I've had some conversations with some of those folks, and once you actually start engaging with them about ways that, where, where there can be a little bit of, you know, um, cross-pollination, mm -hmm. um, their eyes kind of light up and they do start to see it. So I think mm -hmm. having conversations with those folks and getting them to understand and appreciate um, what we're doing over here versus what they're doing over there, I think we can, we can even though currently you feel like you're, you're maybe the only or one of the few people in, in the room, uh, you know, we can, some of the other people in the room, we can sort of get them on our side as well, so. Um, oh yeah, they're lovely people. It's, it's just lots of different perspectives. They're just too busy thinking about pickleball right now. Yeah, and it is a change. <laughs> I've seen that too. And, you know, this department has functioned one way for a very long time, and this is a major change for them. Right. And so it's, it's retraining, I think, in a lot of ways. And there were a number of people from city staff at that meeting too that were jumping in. Mm-hmm. Well, great. We do have a couple more things that are miscellaneous. Um, just want to make sure our, our friends on Zoom are, are hanging in there with us. Feel free to uh, pop in if you have anything to add. Our, our next item is scheduling a meeting of the Public Art ODSC subcommittee uh, to develop a public art list for 2025 budget process. Mm -hmm. This kind of kind of goes back to the yeah. <laughs> the it's showing up again a little bit. So, um, do you yeah. have a specific thing you want to add? I think Porter may have mentioned this in July. Um, he really would like to create a list of of ideas of uh, public art that can go on capital improvement plan, like mm. physical art installations, um, and thinking about that for the 2025 budget. Um, so this, kind of, this ties back to two two percent for the yeah. arts and some of that conversation, which, yeah, I know Porter and I have talked about that a little bit about how we, we want to lobby for utilizing those funds more, um, but it, it would help if we had some actual proposals or ideas for things that, that concretely could be, that could be put towards. Mm -hmm. So I think we can kind of add that under conversations for that subcommittee. Yeah, it definitely uh, seems like this topic deserves more time. Um, and this is very much, he's trying to get ahead of 2025 and figuring out the way we can do the most. Um, and so he will definitely be able to clarify a little bit more what he's talking about in the future, um, and we'll set aside some time to talk about 2% for art. All right, that brings us to the very last item under miscellany, which is sharing community events. This could be an event you recently attended and want to applaud, or something you're planning on going to, or something you want to invite me to come to, because you feel like I'm I would enjoy it, personally. <laughs> I feel like maybe we should move this to the beginning of the agenda, because I feel like by the time we get to it, I'm always just like tired and <laughs> Me too. too busy thinking about my walk home than community <laughs> events. Agree. National Dance and Gymnastics Day is on September 8th. We're mm. going to be having food trucks and all kinds of fun stuff for kids at Sports Pavilion. That's cool. When is it? 
uh, September 8th, which is a Friday at 6 to 8.30, so a little bit later, but Rockwall's gonna be open, open gym. Um, I am on food trucks and I've been having a lot of fun trying to figure out a, a good balance of kid and adult food. <laughs> and hopefully there will be coffee. <laughs> so the sports, rock talk? Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. And That's the event cool. is free to the public. Yeah, well, if nothing is coming to people's minds, we don't have to sit here forever. The last thing on the agenda, as always, is adjourning. And we do a little, somebody, somebody says. So moved. There you go. There you go. Uh, so thank you all for being here. I guess ordinarily we don't really have an August meeting, so we, we did. Uh, I think it was a good one, some mural approvals. Um, all that stuff, so thank you to city staff, thanks to uh, our friends on, on Zoom, hopefully Dina, hopefully you start feeling better. Um, thanks to Kurt over with the, the audio video stuff. And, and we will see you all back here uh, September 13th, our next regular meeting. We'll see everybody but, but Mary, September 13th. Oh. Yay! Thanks very much. Do we want to...